0: You get a chance to continue my legacy here in Pinstripes, you know, in the best city in the world, the best baseball city in front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. to set the new american league record this is 161st street yankee stadium welcome back to another episode of the four Train savages podcast my name is rob tyler is on the other end of the zoom room as always tyler today is october 5th the Wild card round of the MLB playoffs just got finished up Whoa. yesterday and guess who was not participating in said playoffs? The New York Yankees. Oh, I know. I know.
1: <laughs> sad time, Rob. Sad time. It really didn't start to hit so, t- until I saw the playoff commercials. Mm. I was like, "Dude, that sucks." I used to get really anxious and excited for that. And now I'm just
0: annoyed. Not this year. The nope, New York not this the year. New York Yankees are not in the playoffs. Unfortunately, but we knew this for a while was it's going to happen mm-hmm. maybe for a few months. Maybe even earlier than that, you can make the argument uh, that we knew that they weren't gonna make this by the way that they looked. But they finished the season above 500, 82 wins, 80 losses. and another winning season under the Yankees belt, I guess you could say, <laughs> as they were touting around the interweb, the Weber fe- Weber sphere, however you want to say it. Um, the most, honestly, I have to say, as soon as I kept seeing that of people circulating that conversation, it's annoying. It's obnoxious.
1: The conversation of what? Of the winning season?
0: I I don't know. Two games above 500, 82 wins. I mean,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a joke. Um, I mean, the last, what, 45, 50 days of the season were just a big nothing burger, essentially. (laughs) Um,
0: so Yankees finished the season. They finished up their last game against uh, the Kansas City Royals. Ugly series there. Carlos Rodon looked really bad, and his he didn't even get yeah. through a inning pitched. Tyler, he doesn't even get through. He didn't a, get an out. Point one innings pitched. He didn't even get one of those. It was one of the turned worst.
1: his back on Matt. Turned his back on Matt yep. Blake too. One of the worst starts, quite
0: frankly, in ever Major <laughs> League Baseball history. Let alone you know Yankees <laughs> history. Um, so, Impressively bad. So. Do you think you could have gotten him out? I don't know, man. If, even if you, you know, just you, throw... you'd hope
1: I can just throw up a sixty mile an hour knuckleball yeah, I... in
0: it, you know, line out to shortstop <laughs> or something. So a little pop up or yeah, whatever. But um, so that was really ugly that we have to talk about. Um, they played the Toronto Blue Jays at Toronto. Garrett Cole had a masterful last start looks like he's going to win the Cy Young. He is going to win the Cy Young. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge Hermson. also had some uh, some big uh, uh, two home run game. I believe it was the Tuesday game or whatever. Um, so Aaron Judge finished off the season strong despite uh, missing two months. And then after the season commenced, we have some comments and stuff to go through. But uh, I guess I'll throw it over to you before we talk about everything. So What did you make of – I know you said it's a state of depression for Yankee fans, and Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's really going to change that much of, like, your feelings because we've talked about it before. But as the season finally finished, as everything went down, how did you Uh feel? What were the vibes? What was going on? Well,
1: I'm going to tell you something, Rob, that is just fandom, like, drug addict type of thing with what I was doing to myself yesterday. So, as we discussed – Right before we got on, it's tough for me to get super excited about next year. One, because this year stunk, and then two, because Jason being hurt just makes everything suck a little more. Um, but one of my buddies texted me yesterday, Rob, and this will give you a good insight as to how I am feeling. And you, or you can you can take what I say and make your own opinion on it. He said it's hard. It's hard for me to believe that this team can be anywhere competitive next year. And I go, huh? Well. What if Volpe takes a step forward, you know, 100 OPS plus? And then what if Judge plays 35 more games, you know? Do we squeak out eight wins there? Are we addition by subtraction by not having JD and Hicks play, you know, however many combined games they played, 45 or whatever? Is there a way that they can be better internally? Like, I guess, but that that's where I'm at, essentially, is I'm already talking myself into nonsense, which is terrible.
0: Yeah, I, I – so – it would be ignorant of me to say that they couldn't make a playoff spot, especially with the expanded playoffs, and and that's what he said. He if, goes,
1: "Well, what, what you're not competing with Tampa or Baltimore, or the Atlanta or anything." I go, "All right, yeah, that's a good but, point."
0: Um, I think, that, and then Rodon shouldn't be the worst pitcher the, in baseball again. Yeah, that guy. I, we have to talk about him again because I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, I, I, don't even know where to begin with him. Um, Rob's got the. But, <laughs> Yeah, I, I like. I it would be ignorant of me to say that they couldn't have a somewhat surprise or not surprising, but they they just have a competitive season with having Aaron Judge and having Garrett Cole and having other talent on the roster to put, yeah, John like, Carlos Stanton, please be good, you know, or DJ LeMay, mm-hmm. please be better, and and that and, and Mike
1: King throws 150 innings as a starter. Maybe, Anthony
0: Rizzo, yeah. be healthy, be better, but at, it, it goes back for me that. I could co- like I could easily come into this upcoming year, and I- I'm sure there will be points when we record during the offseason that I may say this and like that I go in and I say, well, this is probably going to be re- pretty much the same team, especially not having Dominguez, which you mentioned, which is going to be even yeah. worse. Um, that you don't have that then glistening, beautiful, yeah, like your core guy you're building at the end, Jason where you're saying... Volpe and so, Judge. That's that puts a really big damper from where I was standing. So this you're going to have relatively the same team, and I, you could look at it from both ways. That you could say, okay, you
1: really think they will have the same team though? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, of them. I do. Like in terms of who, like, does that mean DJ's playing third and Rizzo's at first yep. and Glaber yep. is at second yep. and Fulbys at yep. short? Who are the two? Who are your two outfield outfielders? Um, Just Everson, swear, Everson
0: Pereira, like, and like Oswaldo probably.
1: Yeah, or like some some nothing head that they signed for. Because
0: I li- listen, if they get Bellinger, that'll be cool. Um, and if they make a sign, but there, there's just Brian Cashman and this front office would have to do something very masterful, which I have doubts think, I of think them. Think they're
1: going to trade Clark,
0: dude. And that's a. Con- I I wouldn't be mad at it because thinking about it I. because. You have to if you're go, looking at this free agency class. It's just it's not fantastic.
1: Yeah, they they have to you, make trades, which they still have but, pieces to they
0: trade. They do, but they just have an unwillingness to trade those guys. So I also don't trust the guys making those. Oh, trades. absolutely. So, um, yeah. So Boone on, is back. By on, the way, Boone is back. On one level, I say okay, they can. Be more competitive if they have two more months of Aaron Judge, or if one of these guys that had a shitty season gets their head out of their ass. Sure, but and Donaldson just doesn't I, play, or Rodon I, pitches. I decent. just, I, I really, I'm at the point. It's a, I can't. It's a It's wishful. I can't thinking. come into the season glowing with this. Hope outside of being excited for baseball being back. And I know that's going to happen like once the spring training starts back up and everything gets going. I'm always going to be excited. I'm always going to have yeah, exactly. a little.
1: Dude, we're Jet and Giant fans. Like, we know how this <laughs> rolls. And
0: I'm going to have a little sense of optimism here and there for a certain player, this guy or that guy, and if they make a move. But just looking at it from a real realistic standpoint, like – Mm-hmm. I don't see how they can do much else to make this a out like out, outside of Anthony Volpe really taking a m- ginormous leap that you say okay this is a talented guy and then if you said you had Jason Dominguez or if you have these other guys sure do, do I think do, do I think Volpe will take a leap next year yes I think he will be better I don't know if he will be enough to really make the Yankees that much of a powerhouse the title. title can, yeah. I so, mean, it's, it,
1: long story short, is it a, still a transitional year? Yeah.
0: It, I, so? That's what I think it is. And I, I don't, I really could see this team not making the playoffs again next year. And, mm-hmm. um, The crazy thing is, if they don't make the playoffs next year, they probably won't make any changes of the same stuff that we're talking about now. And I know that's projecting way down the road, and that may be super pessimistic of me. But, like, that's what we're dealing with. When you see six years – and I I posted this the other day – of that start of the potential run in 2017 – and that they were supposed to do something. And now here we are six years later, and you go...
1: And they're in a really bad Wow.
0: You say, wow, this is where we are now from when they started that wild card round or that wild card game, and they beat the Twins, and they go to the ALCS, they get to that last game, and then you go into 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, and now we're here, and it's saying... What the hell is going on? And 2020 should have been the year where it all tore down. This is one of just, it's one of like the most aggravating times as a sports fan for me. Like, I've had these like with other teams. I don't think I've ever experienced this as a fandom where a fan base is this sort of Irate. irate, but it's not like it's coming from this. It's it's not like it's Yan- from a logical, it really is thought
1: thought process. The way
0: that the Yankee fans feel, and more fan, I've said it before that more fans are sort of recognizing this around baseball of saying, the Yankees didn't make any changes after getting progressively worse or just staying the yeah, same.
1: They didn't do anything at the deadline. They didn't sell, which is crazy. And it's <laughs> they didn't just do anything.
0: it's so frustrating as 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 just a sports fan that the. My my favorite team, and, and the Yankees are my favorite team out of all the ones that I root for, and I I love them. I love the brand. I love the NY. I love going to games, and it just seems like the Yankees are ignoring the fans, mm-hmm. and it that it's not it's not a exaggeration to say that I think at this point it's it, no, it's not, and they don't
1: have to listen to the fans, but it's just you're in your own bubble right now, your bubble of optimism that doesn't really exist.
0: They're they're ignoring. They're ignoring the facts. Their of, reality.
1: They're ignoring their reality. They're ignoring
0: <laughs> the facts of the rest of baseball, and they're only looking at their their numbers, what they have it internally, and it goes back. We were going to talk about this, and I guess it's a good time to bring it up, but <clears throat> excuse me, that they're running this, or it was said – close to the end of the year, maybe the last week was it la- yeah, last week now where they were playing the Jays. I think it came out that the Yankees were apparently rumors and rumblings that they were going to run this audit on their op- on mm-hmm. their operations. They were going to run this audit on their operations after the results of this year and, and Hal Steinbrenner was talking about how they're going to have to have very frank conversations with each other and that this year was unacceptable and that they were going to take a look at the analytics department and there were sort of rumblings that it was going to be finally an outside source that was going to come in or an outside Mm -hmm. view of what the Yankees were doing. And when I heard that, I said, really, is that what's going to happen? I had, I, I bought it, dude. I thought they were gonna, it comes out the other day that it's really a in-house self evaluation of the Yankees. Yeah. They want to comparing their, they want to see how another, yeah, to another outside firm. And it's so bad, Tyler, it is so bad that this is the way that they're going, and it. it I, I,
1: Dude, that's like me and you saying, you know, something went went down in the pod, and we go, yeah, we're gonna have an internal investigation. It, Rob's gonna investigate me. I'm gonna investigate Rob. We're gonna shake hands after.
0: And it, the thing that I thought of, and I think I sent a tweet out about this, but this, the thing that I thought of when I heard that the Yankees were going to do this audit of their analytical department, is it's like in from what they from what they've shown us in these past six years is that like in no way shape or form have they or will they do it as long as this is the way that they're operating take an objective view of their operations because yeah. because that would mean that they are incorrect and they don't want to say that it's when i'll go back to it and i'll continue to go back to it because it's just so frustrating was last year when Cashman said in the end press conference after they lost to the Astros that they said, well, we don't always look at the results. We look at if we have a sound process. And that's how they do it. They say what our in-house... Tell, what our in-house operations tell us and we're, we'll take a new approach, even if they are taking a new approach. How do we know if they're taking a new approach? We're seeing the same garbage year after year after year with what they're doing. And it's like, I I, I just, I don't know, like the faith level of any kind of change or any kind of progress is just, all right. And now I feel like the same way. It's like okay, it's a crapshoot now because God only knows if the Yankees are going to care enough to really make any significant changes. And I don't think that they have the balls to do it. So I'm like, Ugh.
1: when what kind of like when you say significant changes? Are we just talking literally the philosophy of the
0: team or it start for Boone me and it, for me it starts it, with Boone and Cash. Like I think that like that's not we
1: know that's not happening. It is, but it's not. But it's
0: it's gonna what it's it, there's not gonna be change until Hal says. I'm going to finally cut bait with these two or that set of what they've done. And until he makes that change, they're going to be doing the same thing. I mm-hmm. I don't
1: th- No, It's fair because because odds are they're probably going to tweak something and they'll, they'll bring in, you know, a little a couple more athletes or something like that. Dudes that can hit the ball for average or whatever. Kind of like judge was asking. But. It's ultimately, like you said, not going to get them anywhere next year. So it seems like Hal has given them a year to clean up their mess. And when they realize they're in the same pile of shit that they were in last year and this year, at the end of next year, then do heads roll. And who's the first head to roll? Boone. So cash stays. But... I, I just i don't know they have an opportunity to clean up and they're they're probably not the, going. The, the
0: thing that just is so mind-boggling to me is and hal is he touts himself as a businessman and he, he comes at it from he, he's more of an analytical approach as opposed to what his father was as living you know kind of with a with his heart on his sleeve and and sort of coming out of emotion with too many decisions but like he he really is operating from this level of comfortability and what he knows and i i find it and I've said it to you, and I, I think you would agree with this. But I would find it, like if that he couldn't dedicate an approach to finding a, a new regime and and put like they're the New York Yankees, man. I don't, yeah. I don't see how that would be that you couldn't go out and get the the best possible candidate or or go do your due diligence and I really don't think he wants to do that. I really don't think no, he I wants mean, to they, do they, the due diligence yeah. to find a new guy or find a new core of, of, of decision makers and he just doesn't want to they do don't. that.
1: They don't. Yeah. I mean they've clearly made it known that they like they want to be like other like they want to act like the Rays, you know? They want to be the smartest people on the field. Yeah but look what happened to the
0: Rays yesterday. Of-
1: <laughs> Exactly, but instead of, instead of doing things like like you said, like looking for a new regime or being like, hey, that guy worked in the Rays front office when they were really good in whatever year. Um, let's go try and bring that guy into our front office, right? They don't do that. They're just like, hey, let's try and figure out what they do and just apply it to what we already do now, right? So the personnel up up top with the same mindset never changes. Um, they just try and almost play like copycat. It seems like in certain mm-hmm. ways. So when they figured out, hey in juice balls, 2018, 2019, if we get those guys are going to hit the ball hard. Cause our computers say, so we're going to win this many games didn't work. Right. So now you're still not going to pivot, but you're going to have the same heads in there. Doesn't make sense. Right. I don't know.
0: Tough time beyond a tough time or just tough time. annoying time. tough time, time Rob. <laughs> um, also other stuff. So yeah, you mentioned, uh, Aaron Boone is going to be back. Uh, Sean Casey too was asked to be back. Um, don't hate Mary it, honestly, and, and uh, Brian Cashman. Um,
1: why? Don't, I don't hate Casey coming back.
0: I don't care about Boone. Oh, you don't like Casey coming back?
1: No, I I like it.
0: Why do you? Why? Well, I mean, I think all of them should be gone. But why? Why? Why would you say like with Casey? I feel Just like I feel like that would be the hitting approach that you would be against of the way that he talks. <laughs>
1: well we've tried the the alternative which is Dylan Lawson who is Mr. Numbers guy and Mr. Hit the Ball Hard guy and then i don't know Sean Casey comes in Dominguez rakes first 7 games DJ turns the season around Judge still hits 37 homers i'm like all right dude maybe we do just need a little cheerleader in there that's not telling these guys to have this specific swing path against this pitcher because his release point will, you know matches up with your swing path which gives me x launch angle like Maybe I just need a dude that hit 320 for it, for his whole career. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. But Boone, I really don't care about, I, as you know. I have limited thoughts on Boone in terms of what he does. I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's good either. Um, Yeah. I just hate Brian Cashman. <laughs> he's just terrible at his job. <laughs> um, he has some of the worst
0: trades ever. <laughs> oh, my God. And we didn't even talk about Montas making a freaking – appearance oh, i yeah. told you a on, month ago he did he was going <laughs> to pitch. That. oh my god see he looked that's uh, just a
1: cherry on top rob
0: oh my god oh yeah and that kansas city sean guy.
1: murphy matt olson could have had him <laughs> those guys are playing baseball right now Actually, yeah
0: they're gonna be probably be playing <laughs> baseball for a for a while in october it looks like and yeah, that'll be a yeah. fun series phillies first braves that'll be very entertaining yeah, that'll be sick. um yeah Every time I see Bryce, I just wish you. Thank you too. <laughs> uh, did you the Stott home run last night was electric, Gamster. electric. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> like that, that stuff gets me that, jealous. And God, nah, I was <laughs> saying that t- I was texting some friends that I was saying uh, about. I'm like, man, this freaking Phillies team is just. They got just l- characters with Schwarber and Castellanos and Harper, yeah. and then they got old. It's just a swaggy they got team. Bobby Thompson, our guy managing the team mm-hmm. from, from the assistant coach under Girardi, and then they got yeah. – you know, this kid stopped making the move to to second base, and now Trey Turner, even though he had an underwhelming first year, now he's –
1: Bryce is going to be at first uh, forever, it seems like. Like,
0: that's – oh, it's so envious, man, of just that, that yeah. core of guys and just Philadelphia's really embraced them, which is cool to see as an outsider, even though not huge on Philadelphia sports. But.
1: I, t- I, t- I texted my buddy yesterday. I go, dude, I would love to see – philly win it all and then i replied with but excuse my french fuck philly too (laughs) you know like i I love the dudes on that team but yeah i'm not not big philly sports obviously um but it's it's a sad time rob it it really is because you've been to You've been ripping the playoffs the last few years, right? Like I haven't missed a – I've been to at least one playoff game every year since 2018. Yeah, I went and last. And like year. not making those plans and getting super fired up for it and dropping a ridiculous amount of money on tickets makes me sad. Yeah. Leaves a hole in my well,
0: heart. I've spent enough money on them this year going on the road that I yeah, was like
1: <laughs> – Yeah, you did ball on them a little bit. <laughs>
0: um, but it was still it was still a good time. I'm hoping that maybe we mm-hmm. will be able to go to a playoff game next year, but I don't really know if that's going to happen. Um. Also, too, which was uh, that this last week, Aaron Judge spoke on what happened, what's happening now with the Yankees and how he kind of viewed the season. Uh, we saw him after the last game. I posted the clip on our on our social channels. But Judge was sitting there uh, for a little bit of an a little bit of extra time. He was sitting there and taking kind of in the last game that he for the 2023 season and was sitting on the bench and looking out. Um, And you could tell just by, like, that look that Aaron Judge is freaking pissed off. And this is the first year of his Mm nine-year deal with the Yankees. But I'm sure his bank account doesn't have him sad for for signing that deal. And he still had (laughs) a good year. So it's not – I don't think he's completely aggravated due to
1: that. But, you know, he's a little upset. But his comments, man, like, you know, the, the look after the game is, you know, we can speculate all we want. Obviously, he's tight. But his comments seem calculated to me. Yeah, honestly, yeah, like him vouching for Boone, and then following it up with everything else he said. <clears throat> he's not—he's not just spewing his thoughts. I think he's—he's he's making calculated decisions right now because he's
0: tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the one that the—the the biggest one that stood out to me. But he also talked about the analytics uh, of what what the Yankees were doing. But he spoke about uh, saying that the Yankees. He wants to see the Yankees show more urgency as it pertains to the players, saying just because you've gotten to the big leagues does not mean that you can't stop putting in the work, essentially. Uh, speaking, I who that's speaking who Speaking to the players on that side and sending that message, but in all reality, that message of urgency, as we've said time and time again, can really flow throughout the entire organization, whether it be Brian Cashman deciding not to go either buy at the deadline or sell at the deadline. It could go to... However, not benching a
1: player for not, not hustling, benching a like player
0: anything. can go to yeah, Boone, Boone's decisions as a manager. It can go throughout the entire team. So, Judge speaking. How out, long have we been asking for that? Rob? We've been saying urgency Since literally the first day we recorded
1: a podcast. Urgency, 160 urgency. 160 episodes ago, but
0: we've been talking about urgency so much, and and it, for a Judge to say that, I said, well, one, no shit, but also it's like, yeah, it's good to see that the the star player to, wants yeah. to say that. Um,
1: Th- it's good to know he's not tone deaf like 'cause cash and Boone don't understand, yeah. That. Like Hal's comments in June when they were five back of the wild card or whatever. I don't know. Like, I don't know why, why. people are there so are. upset. It's like it's like you're you're literally tone deaf. Like you don't understand that this team's
0: no bueno and we need some urgency. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Aaron Judge also spoke on uh, how the Yankees are using analytics, and uh, he said on the analytics side, I think the information and the resources the Yankees provide are great. I think it's about how we use them and how we value them, in then in an aspect that we just maybe need to look at again. Uh, the Yankees are top notch when uh, top notch in the numbers that we get. I think we're the best in the game at that. I think it's about funneling those down uh, to the players in the right format. I wouldn't say that we're overloaded. I think. Just looking at the right numbers, I think maybe we might be looking at the wrong ones. We need to value the other ones that people might see as having no value. So to me, that says, I think you mentioned it a little bit earlier, is that the Yankees are the Yankees are saying, okay, we're going to do these numbers and we're going to try and emulate what Say it. The Rays are doing. The Dodgers are doing. What whoever's doing in the league. But we're gonna do it the way we do it, despite us probably lacking a level of experience in that said expertise. Or and we're gonna mm-hmm. use our own. And I mean, Judge saying that is just that that that's that speaks volumes of of how they've misused them. However, he may oh, want to yeah. sugarcoat it. The way that he said that is just like you're using analytics incorrectly. Yeah, poorly. To me, I thought I honestly thought Jimmy on
1: Talking Yanks did a really good job explaining this. Um, To me, it literally just sounds like yeah, the Yankees give us a shit ton of information. We're really the Yanks are really good at collecting data, but it's it's too much or not narrowed down. Like they just throw info at us, right? And they kind of got to sift through it. And they probably get told that hey, we don't care too much if you just you know, grab a single, or if you put the ball in play, we just want you to hit the ball hard, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think I hear when, especially when judges saying, um, you know, even the numbers that people don't feel are important, or most people don't think are important, stuff like that. So it's tough, but I'm, I'm glad judges on top of it. Like what else do I want out of the captain?
0: He, he, not much and, and it, it sucks man call it as he sees it Rob. because um also too garrett cole came out and was asked about um you know how how the yankees will sort of fix this and he he was saying how the yankees have spoken to him and 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 how him and judge will have a uh a say this off season and what kind of and their brains will be picked hopefully mm-hmm. more than the Yankees are probably anticipating because God only knows they're they only. Well, your opinion matters here, but not so much here. Yeah. So we won't take that opinion. But like you could tell us what this is, but we'll tell you our numbers. Tell us. Tell us otherwise. So um, I guess that's that's good to see. But it's like it was it was just funny because the last week of the season of the for the Yankees, watching Garrett Cole go out and and pitch that gem, pitch that complete game, solidify his Cy Young and then to watch Aaron Judge hit those two home runs and despite mm-hmm. missing 2 months of the season roughly that he goes out and is still putting up numbers I mean he's I think he was third or fourth in the AL in home runs still despiteing missing that time and yeah. it just yeah. it showed you that one that we don't want to see the freaking Yankees waste these guys time because they are in yeah, the you have
1: two of the best players in the world prime
0: of their careers you can make an argument We're turning into the angels you can <laughs> really man you can make an argument that garrett cole is the best pitcher in baseball and you can make the argument outside of otani that aaron judge is the best position player in baseball and 100 percent I mean, the Angels, as annoying as the comparison is, it is like the way that the Yankees look this year. It was a lot like what we're seeing with the Angels for so many years, that you have these Mm -hmm. two amazing talents, just great players, and they're going out and they're still performing and they're doing their job. But then you look at the surrounding cast and you go, hey, can we give these guys an opportunity to Can we to, some... to to perform on the biggest stage and hopefully get us to a World Series and hopefully win one? But um, I I just thought that week was like a testament to what we've been watching in 2023, man. I thought that honestly made it a
1: little sad. Yeah, like if Ju- if Judge came back and slumped a little bit, like
0: whatever, I don't you know
1: wouldn't matter to me at all. But then I'm seeing him like you know almost touch 40 homers and what he end up playing 107 games, 103 games, something like that. But, yeah, it stunk to see. And it's it, it, it was great to see Garrett go out and have that complete game shutty um, to end his Cy Young Awards season, basically. But, again, you go back to, like, wow, we have the best pitcher in baseball and, like you said, the best position player in baseball, arguably. And we have nothing to show for it besides another season above 500, right?
0: Doesn't matter. Tough. I don't know, man. Um, but as you as, as you mentioned, and I did, um, I think I said it. I had posted it earlier that we we both were under like we were saying Garrett Cole is going to win the AL Cy Young Award, and and with that mm-hmm. last start, with that last start against Toronto, going the full nine complete game was just a. a it's great, not even close. <laughs> it was just a great capper to uh, a, yeah. a fantastic season. Uh, finishes the year fifteen wins. Four losses, 2.63 ERA, lowest in the American League, Uh, 209 innings pitched, 222 strikeouts, and a whip under one at .98. Um, Just an unbelievable season. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I, I said this – I think I said this towards the start of the season as well, that I think what we don't do enough and what I think Garrett Cole has shown – in these last years is the value of a guy that goes out every fifth day and pitches and throws 200 innings every fifth day and pitches and I don't think we talk about that as much of a value like we like to talk about the ERA a lot we like to talk about Mm -hmm. the advanced stats strikeouts are great but a guy that goes out and is as good as Garrett Cole but pitches and pitches innings. Because we see guys, you know, just take, for instance, you look at a guy like DeGrom, who's o- who's always unfortunately getting hurt, or Max Schurz. Or, or even Glasnow. Or or all these guys that are not pitching. But Garrett Cole goes out. This is the second year in a row over 200 innings. The uh, 2021 pitched 181. And then if you look earlier in his career, when he was with Houston, he pitched over 200 innings um, two different times. He had uh, two different times with Pittsburgh. He pitched over 200 innings. Like, this guy... And I, I get it that we like to poke fun at him for the Kermit voice and everything and But we love but it. That's we love it though. and we and I think you know embrace it, but this dude is a dog. He is a workhorse. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's talked about enough by baseball fans of the value of a guy that goes out every fifth day and for lack of a better terms, just pitches his you know what off. Like he yeah. he is Oh, a dog that's the best
1: way i could put it exactly what, what did they say what's the uh the old saying the best attribute
0: is um, reliability the best, ev- the, best like is yeah, yeah, the best ability is availability man
1: yeah the best ability is but like that's literally it i remember you know a couple years ago when garrett got rocked from the playoffs or whatever uh in the wild card game against boston Everyone's coming for Garrett's head. I, I was included. Uh, saying, I was
0: saying, man, he's got to be better. But, like, I, I
1: – Yeah, saying his contract wasn't – you know, he, he's getting paid all this money X, Y, and Z. I mean, he's he's living up to 35 a year, 36 a year, whatever he's making, very well. And he's in an opportunity where he's still pitching so well that he can opt out if he wants that to. That is also probably a scary
0: get, thing to think about. Probably
1: get more if not – probably get more if he wants to. But – um. Yanks can control that. Even if he opts out, all they have to do is offer him a tenth year, and he has to stay. But again, if the Yankees are really bad next year, Rob, and like re- like worse than this year, they're really bad, and Cole has another you know top five Cy Young season, like, did, why would Garrett want to be here? You know, pitch um, on a transitioning, rebuilding team. Outside, why would the Yankees? Outside, wa- why would the Yankees want to pay? Yeah, him? You outside
0: know? of being a Yankee, but yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a scary point, and it's why. He- like they gotta figure it out even as 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 daunting of a task it looks like now is yeah. like that that dude who is a clear ace, clear ace. As we were told that he was the third best pitcher on the Yankees, which was obnoxious. Yeah, crazy. Um by some people on the interweb. Um <laughs> that like this guy is just amazing. And um mm-hmm. I, I think like I Like most like teams don't have a
1: Garrett Cole. Like, there's a select few in the league. Yeah, and I think... I, and they don't do it every year. The rest
0: year. of baseball is really starting to realize it, man. And I think this year was just a standout year. You know, I, you know, we don't put too much uh, too much stock into wins, but he'd probably have a few more wins if the Yankees were a better mm-hmm. team. I mean, arguably probably a 20-game winner. Um, I, I would have to look at this. I mean, his war, too. I think it was 7.5, I think, the last time I saw it yeah, on the broadcast. Crazy. Insane, Tyler. Like, Garrett Cole is just really, really good, and it was like a it exactly. was a pleasure to watch him this year. So,
1: and, and pitchers like him, I mean, they don't, as we know, they don't come around all the time. Like, remember, Robbie Ray had a you know beat Garrett Cole out for the Cy Young the other year, yeah. and like Robbie Ray got a pretty big contract after that. Where has he been? He was bad the next year, and then he he had Tommy John this year. Mm. So that's two years where he doesn't even you know unfortunately exist in the sport basically. Mm. Cole has been nailed yep. since he's walked in the door. The only reason why he didn't hit 200 innings that, that year that you read um, in 2021 or whatever is because he pulled his hammy like, like three weeks before the postseason, remember? So, he missed a couple starts. Like, he'd have three back-to-back-to-back 200-inning seasons. Mm-hmm. Nuts.
0: Crazy. Um, now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, let's talk about uh, Carlos Rodon, who mm-hmm. uh, in his last start, as we mentioned, let's look at these game logs. So... Ooh, what a doozy of a last game for him, man.
1: I really thought he was about to put – all he did
0: had to do was show me a decent start.
1: that you know, I've been like, all right, he's ready.
0: Now, a stat line for you, man. 0.0, 0 innings pitched, six hits, eight runs. Eight of them – or er- all of them earned. One home run, two walks, and um, finishes the year with three wins, eight losses, 6.85 ERA. 64 and a third innings pitched, 64 strikeouts, 1.45 whip. And uh, talk about a way that you don't want to end your season heading into that. Mm -hmm. I I mean, you were saying it, you know, going into a fresh year. You say, okay, let me just finish it off on the right note. Because he had three decent starts right before that against – Boston, Pittsburgh, and Arizona. And Arizona, yeah. If you go back, I think before that, like the Boston start was very quality – um, even all nine K's, 10 K's. Um, and then I think, and that was my concern. Remember I was like, he's not striking anyone out. I think before that he had a good start against Washington in the month of August. And then uh, what I could remember, I, I, his, his best start that I thought prior to, to the Boston start, I thought was, um, the Mets start, the subway series start, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. uh despite not having as many strikeouts but those last two the one against Boston and Pittsburgh he, he was able to get uh one a double digit K's and then another the Boston one he had 9. So uh terrible way to end the um end the 2023 season.
1: Which makes it tough for me to put a lot of stock into it.
0: Uh, I I'm telling you man, he's on Carl Pavano watch for me big time. <laughs> big time. <laughs> He's not for me,
1: but he could get there with a bad April and May next year. I got, I, like, I, I said it when he came back.
0: I was like, I have to give him the year. If, if you want to say he's going to have the I off have by. and he's going to get better and he's going to rest and that back is going to get better, but I think those, like, the- if
1: I didn't see three good starts, I would be on your, your train. I think honestly, but he showed me something.
0: But he has to do it consistently. Yes, like he can never have zero winnings pitch, eight earned run. Like that can never happen. What his performance right now is good for is like the amount of –
1: Andrew Heaney, one year, 11 million. Yes, (laughs) exactly.
0: Yeah. We decided to not address the lineup and say we're going to pay this man $162 million. for.
1: Well, we said that was – like you know, when when we signed him, everyone was like, okay, cool, but the bats, you know? So I think everyone was like down for Rodon, but it was like –
0: so this famous, is just you know, was, another, was there. this Olson is just going to be another freaking slap to the face if he sucks. So I.
1: Nah, if he, if he sucks, he's going to be hated like bad.
0: He's going to go down.
1: It could be a really bad sign. I mean, I, they have a, a few really bad signings to compete with, but this
0: would, this would potentially take the, take the top spot, but it's the first year of the contract he, despite yeah, that, it was a wasted year. 100 wasted but year. He will probably be for me under the most scrutiny. Him then probably that's fun. We'll actually tie him and Stanton because Stanton has been awful this year. So him yeah, and yeah, Stanton. No him man's and Stanton. But I mean, Rodon likely has more upside uh, than Stanton does at this moment in time. Yeah. But I mean, he. It was bad. Yeah, Rob. Like, 2024 yeah, bad. is 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 going to be a big year, and like. Just uh, don't. It, it
1: needs to be a big year like instantly yeah, too. Yeah, he can't like, not in June.
0: You don't get till June anymore. You get April Yeah, he can't <laughs> miss the first few few months, few weeks or anything like that. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, knock on wood that he doesn't get hurt or anything, but like
1: Yeah. Come in with your chronic back pain, <laughs> mister. I won't be thrilled. Oh
0: my God. it so yeah.
1: What are your thoughts on Stanton then?
0: Um uh, th- I would be astonished if they'd be able to trade him. Uh, I don't think
1: that's it, but do you think he can? Like, is there a world? Like in my head, he can't be better
0: anymore. Yeah, unfortunately, it's unfortunate. But like, is he? A, his his peak like, value, maybe he could I think, Yeah, I was gonna say his peak value is probably an average around two thirty. Maybe give you thirty home runs, OPS close like, to eight hundred, ba- and then his
1: on base is so. But bad. he's gonna
0: he's gonna be he's gonna be a guy that, like you said, is gonna be now hitting like. I mean if you had Dominguez, but I mean a six five hitter. Six,
1: seven. Like even five is too high. I can't have my five hitter only getting on base twenty seven percent of the time. The uh his OBP is dude,
0: that's crazy.
1: He had an eighty seven OPS plus this year, John Carlos Stan. Anthony Volpe had an eighty one.
0: The hell that club option, man. I don't know. <laughs> Back, <laughs> not till 2028. Not okay. But um, yeah, Stanton's uh, sucks. I mean, he said after the after uh, the close, that, he had a that, great pressure. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less. He's accountable, but I mean, it's yeah. one thing to be accountable and then one thing to take that accountability and turn it into results. But and he didn't do it in these last mm-hmm. two years, so. Um, I hate to say it, but like he he's he stinks right now, and he I don't know if it's getting better. So yeah, um, I don't know. I mean,
1: there's just so much
0: to do on this team. I I do
1: just find it hard to believe they run the same team back. But oh, it's be I we eerily...
0: saying that last year, Tyler, and what did they do? They ran but, it back, I, baby. I, but they won a hundred
1: games. Like I can see the like you can you can gaslight me into justifying why they ran it back this year but you can't do it again. (laughs) That's like, that's crazy. (laughs) They'll say, watch
0: me. That's what they're (laughs) going to do.
1: Um, I don't know. At the bare minimum, you got to get two new position players in here that aren't in your own minor league system. That doesn't mean that they're going to be. Aren't journeymen.
0: That doesn't mean that they're going to be uh, moving the needle for us in terms of, oh, those are the guys <laughs> we wanted in here either. Like it, I don't even care. What are they going to do? Like, sign Tommy Pham or, you know, <laughs> do something like that? Like, that's what I think. Did I
1: tell you I really wanted Jake Berger at the deadline or is that it's... my other buddy that
0: I, th- I throw it in his face every day now? Well, he made that convergent really Jake... yesterday at third.
1: Yeah, he did make, yeah. But he was the uh he was by far the best producing uh trait guy that got moved to the deadline. But Jake Berger's just them tripling down on what they already do. Low average home runs. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, man, I mean if they run it back, I can't say I'll be surprised, but I'll be hurt.
0: <laughs> They'll just hurt us again and again and again and again. Yep. Um
1: Go get me an actual, just direction. That's what we want, Rob. Direction. Tell me which way we're swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we're swimming down a little
0: bit to go back up, that I'll do it.
1: <laughs> I'll do it for a year, but don't run it back.
0: <laughs> Please don't do it. <laughs> Um but yeah that that's uh so the end of the season is here uh the off season is about to get started um won't really hear you know got to wait till winter time until some or you know it could happen sooner uh but we usually meet after the world yeah, series and so stuff so we'll, we'll we'll still be around still be chatting but we really appreciate everyone joining us for another season it was a rough season this, Towards the end, but really all year. First one for us, not making the playoffs. Yeah, first one not making the playoffs, but we're going to be here continuing the conversation and continuing talking about the Yankees, but we really appreciate it. Uh, And As more news comes out, maybe we'll see some other developments throughout the MLB playoffs, but try your best as Yankee fans to enjoy the rest of the playoffs. Um, Tyler, who who are you picking for uh, World Series? Are you thinking?
1: Who, who am I picking to actually yeah. win, or who or, am I rooting? I'm, give me your I'm give me your matchup, and a, then
0: give me who you think is going to win. I know we did it before.
1: I'm going to tell you who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for a Philly Texas World Series. That would bring me lots of joy. I feel like. Who do I think will win? I really have a tough time not seeing Atlanta win somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, it would be Atlanta, Texas. Atlanta
0: wins. Honestly. I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be Orioles Braves. That would be. And I awesome, think the Braves too. are gonna win. Um, but I think I'd be too nervous if the it, Orioles it, won
1: because I can't root for the Orioles anymore. But
0: it'll be, you know what? It'll it'll maybe it'll somehow say, hey, yeah, Yankees. Uh, look at that, your AL East team that was supposed that, to be. Maybe we should. Maybe I should. Root for the Orioles, <laughs> Just be like. But then look what? At this. Then you
1: copy that what they did and lose. Lose 100 games five years straight.
0: If it results in a World Series, please give me that. I don't care. Um,
1: (laughs) That is true. That's what the Sox do. Um, They got more chips than we do in the last couple of decades. But
0: we will try our best to enjoy the playoffs despite the Yankees not being in it. As always, baseball is is fun when it's in October. So we'll enjoy that because we only know that the Jets and Giants are not going to give that Mm -hmm. to us either. So, I mean, I guess we got the Knicks this month, but yeah you know oh boy oh boy uh but thank <laughs> you guys for listening to episode number 160 as always be sure to subscribe leave us a rate and review uh on apple as well as spotify google Podcasts. Uh, go follow us on our socials at four savages on x that sounds weird to be saying um and then at four train savages on the
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, app formerly known as Twitter,
0: at four train savages on instagram and uh tiktok really appreciate you guys for listening we'll catch you at episode 161 peace